Yo, 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 welcome everybody to the inaugural episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. I am your host, B. Spence. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Uh, Just an introduction for the podcast since this is the first episode. This is going to be a podcast that's going to give you everything that you need to know about sports in the hip hop world. So, Everybody make sure to give it a listen. If you give it a listen, uh, make sure to give us some feedback. We do have our email address at the ball and beats podcast at gmail.com. That is beats with a Z. And if you like it, please send the feedback to the email, share the page, tell your friends, tell everybody, tell your mom and them and your cousins and everybody about it. So, so I'll go ahead and get started with it. We do have a guest on today, a guy that I've known for, Let's see, it's a little bit over 15 years now. Uh, so I will go ahead and let him introduce himself a little bit. This is my guy, B. West. What's going on, everybody? I am B. West. Uh, currently reside in Dallas. Uh, lived in Louisville, born in Chicago. Um, just going to give a little knowledge of what I know about these topics. Uh, I know a little bit about hip-hop. I know a little bit about sports. Hopefully, y'all enjoy what I have to say. All right. Hopefully, they do. Hopefully, we all do. Maybe you can come back if we <laughs> like it. Uh, so, just, you know, first, we're going to get into a little bit just about yourself, you know, our history with each other and everything. So, if you want to go ahead, just let us know how we came together, where we first <laughs> met at. All right. Um, did my college years at Western Kentucky University. Go Tops. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> 2002, uh, we had um, that the parties used to be off campus or whatnot. <laughs> so uh, forgot about this. <laughs> met this young lady, and um, freshmen weren't allowed to have cars, or at least I didn't. I didn't have a car down there. I don't know if they were or not. So, um, young lady, uh, she has a, I think it was a Chevy Blazer, nice car. It was a nice truck. So, um, me and my roommate, we go to this party, and um, it's um about probably five six miles away from campus so uh just so happened one of my boys from up here in louisville uh went to western kentucky as well so um meet up with him we you know slap fives what's up i ain't seen in a while so um he has this little buddy with him which was uh, spence over here so he's uh <laughs> come to find out they had walked <laughs> to the party so they walked <laughs> this five or six mile journey <laughs> To this party So of course I'm guessing they wasn't thinking The party's gonna let out At some point And I have to walk back <laughs> So uh, Since we had this blazer Went ahead uh, Gave uh, gave my little buddies 
spend sending my other little buddy a ride home uh or back to campus at least and um that began that friendship um we all kicked it hard for a while um came back to louisville continued the friendship um here we are now making a podcast you know, I definitely forgot about that initial story <laughs> about us walking to that party. Who, who was that? Who walked to that party? It was me. I think it was. Uh, was it Jermaine? Uh, Slim. It probably was Slim. Yeah, and, me, um, Jermaine. And uh, y'all probably know him as um, Dev Jones. Oh, Dev Jones. Now. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. give his government out, but yeah, you know, us three, we, know we definitely uh, did a, a, a nice little <laughs> track to that party to uh, DNM Reese, Death and Murder Reese. Shout mm-hmm. out to Death and Murder Reese. <laughs> I hope it's still up and going, man. There's a lot of good knockouts. Uh, so definitely, definitely, that's where we where we cross paths. Uh, you did graduate from WKU. <laughs> yep. I yep, did not. That's another story. I did not graduate. <laughs> uh, tell us about your degree from WKU. Well, um, started off as a marketing major, like every other black person at Western Kentucky. Um, ended up, <laughs> or if it wasn't marketing, it was uh, interdisciplinary studies or some old jazz. So, ended up in the finance department. Uh, me and my buddy Grant Step, man, we were the only two African Americans in the financial department. So um, Grant, he ended up graduating a year, oh, sorry, a semester before I did. So I got out uh, spring of 2007. So it took me about five years to complete my degree program. Uh, got out of school. So, uh, of course, finance majors where all the money is. So I uh, acquired some bills. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I started going to job interviews, and they were saying that, oh, it's going to be about a year before you start generating any kind of income. So that wasn't going to work for me. So I uh, picked up a couple of temp jobs. Uh, then I ended up landing in HR. I still do HR now. And uh, looking back, I probably should have just took that year and uh, stayed in finance. But, you know, God puts you where you're supposed to be at. So I'm here now, and now I'm making a podcast. So. All right, all right. Uh, tell tell us a little bit. Well, let me be a little more specific. Uh, <clears throat> what's been your biggest adjustment uh, moving from the great city of Louisville to another great city of Dallas? Um, just getting to know everything, man. It's um, it's so vast down there, you know. So just the the expressways the you know it's where here you have 65 you got 264 265 and um what's 71 so you got four expressways you have to you know know how to navigate around there's like 12 13 14 you know um and just the distance of everything you know it's because i i specifically i live in fort worth so uh fort worth is about 30 minutes away from um Dallas so and they, they, it's all called DFW so it's all every, that and everything in between is all considered to be one city but just the the amount of miles it takes to get everywhere and and just learning everything and the 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 culture down there is um what you hear on those wrong Pimp C albums what you hear on uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh Mike Jones everybody that's from Texas shout out to everybody from Texas all the Texas rappers that that's them 
you know they are um their their culture's thick and it's unique to them you know they don't have they don't uh, they don't have they don't adopt any other um things from you know new york or california it's, texas is texas and you know that you're in texas when you're there uh but it's all it's cool everybody you know i've met a lot of people um everybody's cool good transition all right all right and i definitely i did enjoy dallas when i came down and visited i had a good time i went to a few spots uh had some good moments, had some embarrassing <laughs> moments, but you know, that may be for a different episode <laughs> to talk about those. Uh so that's a little bit about the transition to Dallas. <clears throat> uh go ahead and let us know about uh your favorite sports teams that you have. All right, all right. Starting on the college level, I'm um the University of Louisville Cardinals across the board. Go cards, L one C four, don't <laughs> yeah, forget it. Yeah, basketball, football, baseball, soccer. If it's college sports, I'm into um, the University of Louisville. NFL, I'm a Patriots fan. I've been following the Patriots since they um, were defeated by the Green Bay Packers in the Super Bowl. Uh I believe that was ninety six. Either ninety six or ninety seven. Um, Drew Bledsoe was their quarterback back then. Um, of course, we all know they have the greatest quarterback to ever live now, and Tom it's Brady. Debatable. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not even an argument for that. <laughs> we clearly we see that. Um, basketball. Um, the San Antonio Spurs. I a huge Tim Duncan fan. Um, everybody calls them the slow team, snail team, whatever. But uh, that's my team, though. Fundamental Timmy. Of course, led them to five championships. Um, you know, Greg Pop, greatest coach, you know, arguably the greatest coach ever. Now somebody some people may say Phil Jackson, but I'll go with Pop. Um let's see, um baseball, Red Sox, and I'm not a huge baseball fan, but uh buddy of mine is a Yankees fan, so I I went against his opposition, which would be the Boston Red Sox. Do you know who has the greatest record in baseball right now? Uh, I'm going to assume the Dodgers since you brought it up. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> the the boys out in Hollywood are the best team in baseball right now. Yeah. That, that would happen to be long. my favorite baseball team. <laughs> that won't last yeah. long. Oh, shout out to Tone, the barber, his Cubs, family, won a, <laughs> won a World Series yeah, shout last out to Tone. year. Shout out to Tone. He's the most loyal Cubs fan I've ever met in my life. So the Northside Cubs family won him a championship last year after, what, 106 years of some crazy amount of time. So they got him a family got him a ship. Um hockey, I don't know how in depth you want me to go into this, but hockey, I guess I follow the Blackhawks. Uh that's the Chicago home team. Um soccer, I don't even have a team. I I don't know as far as soccer. I don't either, so that's all <laughs> right. That's A okay. Uh, don't even worry about that, Jack. Uh so that's okay. So we went over the sports teams. Uh Tell me about your favorite hip hop artists, yes. and we'll just start right now, just with all time, all time artists. Man, that's a hard one. Um, Biggie would probably be my all time favorite. Um, Can't believe. Um, I mean, I know we go back and forth as you know whether it's Biggie or Pac. Um, Biggie. Would be my favorite, um, I guess, all time. Um, I guess if you look at um, tenure and just how long they've been relevant in the game, it would be 
um, Hove, Jigga, Jay-Z, whatever you call them. Um, currently, uh, Chance. I'm a big Chance fan. Um, I'm a big Chance fan, too. Who am I listening? Vince. I like Vince Staples. Um, you know, I just started listening to Vince Staples, and he's, he's got some pretty good music out there. Vince is hot, man. Vince can rap. I, I give that to him. Um, I started listening to him when I heard his interview on The Breakfast Club. Dude was mm-hmm. just real, real funny. So I said, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me listen to this mm-hmm. album. Give him a stab. Mm-hmm. Um, man, who else am I listening to right now? Um, I can't put that 444 down. Um, real nice album. I like that 444. That might be uh, a classic album. Oh, uh, but it's got to yeah, stand the test of time first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, man, who else am I listening to right now? I'm a Cuddy fan. Uh, I don't like his last two projects, but uh, I am a Cuddy fan. Um, I could uh, never get into Kid Cuddy. Like, never. Yeah, I like Cuddy. Man, Cuddy getting uh, He had his own style. Oh, as far as these new rappers, um, I like Schoolboy Q. I mean, I guess he's not necessarily new, but Schoolboy Q, um, Kendrick, the whole um, TDE, um, they doing their thing out in California. Um, J-Rock, I like J-Rock. Um, man, I gotta, I gotta really think about that, man. You gotta come back to me on that one. It's, it's, it's somebody I'm listening. It just ain't coming to me right now. It's somebody I'm listening to on a regular basis. It just ain't coming to me. You know who I, who I wish would, would kind of go back to some of the music that he was putting out before he went crazy go ahead who, who it's is charles it? hamilton yeah 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 charles hamilton was nice that was that was definitely one of my favorites for a long time yeah but then he went crazy and he's back to put music out but it's 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 nowhere near the same at all yeah dude's washed but uh, you actually turned me on to Charles Hamilton. Man. I definitely did. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know, give you that. I you will t- take a hundred percent credit for that. Yeah, you turned me on to Charles Hamilton. Uh, his mixtapes. Um, um, what was um? You know what they were called? The one where he was rapping about the. Uh, he had a different song about every chick over, over the Kanye 808 and Heartbreak Beats. Uh, that was my favorite ex-girlfriends. That was every Charles Hamilton's ex-girlfriend's worst nightmare. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. Um, oh yeah, shout out to uh, Yeezy too. He's one of my favorites. Um, he's kind of a little crazy <laughs> nowadays too. Yeah, but, he's you a know. genius. Man. They, they say he's crazy, but I, I think he's a genius. But um. Yeah, Charles is nice, man. I really like Charles, man. I wish he would. Get well soon, Charles, man. Whatever you got going on, man, just, you know, get yourself together and get back on the, um, on the mic, man. We need you. That That's definitely true because there was a long period where I listened to nothing but Charles Hamilton, mm-hmm. like all the mixtapes, mm-hmm. uh, Death of the Mixtape Rapper, mm-hmm. Sonic the Hamilton, mm-hmm. uh, The Pink Lava Lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You preaching, brother. Go ahead. Uh you know the one that we just talked about every charles hamilton's ex-girlfriend's worst mm-hmm. nightmare mm-hmm. that was the best uh i don't know if that was the best i did like it but i kind of feel like death of the mixtape rapper was the best one and you know it's it's really really funny the way that i actually found out about charles hamilton like i was just on the internet i stay on the internet just looking at videos and just random stupid stuff all the time mm-hmm. and like he had some kind of beef with Soldier Boy, like way back in the day. Like I don't know why I was like looking at so- Soldier Boy stuff, 
And there was like this guy and it was like Soldier Boy disc, Charles Hamilton. And I said, let me take a look at this and see what this is about. And it was, you know, it was really corny because it's a diss at Soldier Boy. But when I was looking at it, it was like the guy, he produced all his own music, played all these instruments. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what, let me take his music out and see what's going on. And that all of it was amazing. <laughs> at that time, I only knew one other person that ever heard of him. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout out. Uh, my guy Swan Lowe, he was the only other person I knew that ever heard of it. And it was all good. Charles Hamilton was the favorite. Uh, <clears throat> so sh shout out to Charles Hamilton, man. Uh, hopefully he gets back to putting out the music that was so classic to me back in the day. Dude was nice, man. Dude was nice. He was nice. Definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see anything else you want to talk about yourself any miscellaneous things or just anything at all just get out there uh yeah man be yourself you know we um you know in this um social media society we're so um, quick to clone ourselves or to try to mimic what we see somebody else doing be original be yourself be true to yourself um, stay open minded You know Closed mindedness Won't get you anywhere Just always be yourself Always be open to new things Um, The world's changing You know And um, I do some reading On some um, Buddhist You know Type beliefs And one thing they always say You know Just let things flow like water You know You can't contain water Just let it flow So you know Every day Just, just let things go How they're gonna go And They'll end how they're supposed to end. And that's it. Sounds good to me. Nice little little message there. What is it? Thank message. You, there you go. Uh, all right. So uh, what we're going to do here now, we're going to take us uh, just a very quick little break. And we will be right back with more of the Ball and Beats podcast. My AI just changed. It just buzzed the front gate. I thank God you came. How many more days could I wait? I made plans with you, and I won't let them fall through. I, 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 I think I lie for you. I think I die for you. Jealousy cry for you. Do things when you want me to. Like controller, controller, yeah. Like controller, controller, yeah. Okay, you like it when I get aggressive. Tell you to yeah. go slower, go faster. Like controller, controller, yeah. Like controller, controller. And I'm never on a wasting shawty I do it how you say you want it Them girls, they just wanna take my money They don't want me to give you nothing They don't want you to have nothing They don't wanna see me find your loving They don't wanna see me 
smiling back when they pre-knowing I'd lie for you Thinking I'd die for you Jodeci cry for you Do things when you want me to Like controller, controller all right welcome back to the ball and beach podcast after we had our short little break there uh so now we're going to get into a few sports topics uh the first topic we're going to go ahead and get into is what everybody in the sports world is talking about there's no way to get around it very polarizing topic whether whatever side that you're on if you're supporting or if you're against it uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick. So, uh, just to give a little backstory on it for anybody that might not be up to date with it, Colin Kaepernick, uh, former quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, uh, last year, uh, he began sitting on the bench, uh, during the singing of the national anthem during the games. Kneeling. He was kneeling. No, 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 no. He started no. out okay. just sitting down on the bench. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. My you know, apologies. During the, uh, during the national anthem as a silent protest against police brutality against African-Americans. Mm-hmm. Now, later on during the season, he changed from sitting on the bench to kneeling uh, with the players while they were standing for the singing of the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, a lot of people got offended by this, saying that he wasn't respecting the flag, that he was disrespecting uh, the soldiers, the armed forces, all of that good stuff. And at the end of last season, uh, well, of course, during the whole time, he caught a lot of backlash. Uh, you know, at the end of the season, he did opt out of his contract. So then he was a free agent. Now, up to this point, he has not been signed by a team. A lot of people are stating that he is being blackballed from the league for giving a protest about police brutality. Uh, So that's one side of it. They're saying he's being blackballed. There's another side of NFL fans that are saying that, you know what, he's just not that good and he doesn't deserve a roster spot for any other team. So that's a quick uh, recap of what's going on with Colin Kaepernick. Uh, we're, we're not really going to get into all the semantics of that portion. <clears throat> what I want to focus on is there are, uh, multiple, we'll say former NFL players that are, that have weighed in on it. Uh, much, you know, for example, what we're going to focus on is Ray Lewis and Mike Vick. Uh, Mike Vick himself, of course, had a lot of controversy, uh, you know, he served some jail time for illegal dog fighting. And what his statement was when he was being interviewed was that, you know, the first thing that he needs to do is cut his hair. Uh, and he definitely caught a lot of backlash for that. <clears throat> B.U.S., what, what, what is your take on that whole situation about, you know, was he right? Was he wrong? Uh, does he have any type of, uh, leg to stand on to actually give Colin Kaepernick that type of advice? Um, I feel like that um, Vic was I can't say whether he was right or wrong. I, I feel like that he gave a piece he gave a piece of advice that wasn't the best advice. Um, 
he tried. I feel like that he tried to make a um, suggestion that would hopefully help him to um, get it land on a team or whatnot. So you uh, feel like he had good intent, like he didn't have, you know, ill intentions on giving the advice. Yes, I do feel like that um, his intentions were good. I think it was stupid. <laughs> I think it was, but but in the same breath, I I think we give or we were giving uh, Michael Vick too much credit at that time. Um, I don't look at Michael Vick and say, you know, I, let me take a step back. I do like Michael Vick as an athlete. Um, I think that the um, fighting the dogs was horrible. I can't believe that he was doing that. And, um, you know, but he served his time. You know, he came back. So hopefully he learned his lesson. Oh, I'm not here to judge anyone. <clears throat> so as an athlete, I do like Michael Vick. I don't think that he's the smartest man in the world. So uh, I think he was put on the spot. And um, I think he just said something dumb. Um, I I by no means okay, – well, you, you can't even – the two aren't equal. You can't say a man that was um, protesting against the, you know, the injustices of black males or black people in general um, by the police and um, a felony case that you was trying to fight um, is equal by any means. Um, I think he, I just don't think, I just don't think he made a good decision by saying that. I think he was trying to, um, Maybe solve a problem, but your hair doesn't dictate who you are. You know, whether you have dreads, braids, bald head, uh, fade, whatever the case may be, uh, it doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't make the person who you are. So um, yeah, I, I, I'm he tried, but it it wasn't a very good attempt. And um, uh, Mike Vick, that kind of makes you a bum for saying that. <laughs> well no, I, I tend to I agree with you on some points on that I do think that uh, I think that he genuinely was Trying to give some advice And, and really didn't have any ill intent behind it uh, But I feel like he was trying to come From his personal experience mm-hmm. uh, You know to where he felt like You know steps that he had to take For him to get back into the league mm-hmm. uh, And and again that's and I, and I think that's what a problem is because their situations are 1,000% different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Michael Vick went to prison for illegal activities, felony mm-hmm. activities. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, Colin Kaepernick has done no crime whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He's He just did something that a lot of other black people lost their lives to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So in in that instance, I, I don't think he really thought about what he's saying. Mm-mm. And, of course... I think that he was flat out wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, and you know, there's there's also another former player uh, who played for my favorite team. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty conflicted about everything as well. Is 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 Ray Lewis? You know what what Ray Lewis is saying, and I think he even went a, a step further with it, with Ray Lewis saying, "Be quiet about your activism." don't use your NFL platform to, you know, try to showcase your activism or anything like that. To which I completely disagree with that 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for the simple fact, you know, much like Michael Vick, Ray Lewis has had his own controversy, which 
I don't like to give levels to the wrongness but that people do, but he was actually involved in someone being killed, someone being murdered. Um, you know, I'm not I wasn't there. I'm not going to say Ray, Ray Lewis killed someone, but he was there when someone got killed. Uh, so he definitely pled guilty to obstruction of justice uh, because he somehow made a bloody suit that he wore disappear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And so. uh Give, give me your thoughts on, you know, the type of advice that Ray Lewis actually gave to Colin Kaepernick. Um, I by no means feel like that. Um, I think it's the perfect opportunity. I mean, you got the platform. The world sees you. Man, speak out. You know, why be quiet? You know, that's what they want us to do. When I say they, I mean the opposition. They want us to uh, shut up. They want us to... Lay down and get shot. They want us to. Um, they want us to um, take what they've been trying to give us for hundreds and hundreds of years. You know what they've been trying to give everybody for as long as existence has been around. They've been trying to bully us. Now you know, and now you're just a. Um, now Ray Lewis is just you know you you just feeding into what they want. You know, shut up. Do what you're supposed to do. Do what you're told to do, boy. Get out there. Play football. Um, don't stand up for anything. You know, sweep it underneath the rug like it's not happening. And uh, no, Colin, keep on doing what you're doing. You know, uh, Cap is doing, you know, at a, a league of, you know, hundreds of black males, you know, he's standing up and he's doing something. You know, I applaud him for that. Oh, uh, and for um, you know, I know Ray Lewis is on your team, and you love him, and you know he was a great <laughs> linebacker, you know, Hall of Fame linebacker. I get all that, but how are you? How are you not hurt by the things that are happening to these black males? You know, how is this not? Why aren't you saying something? You know, Ray Lewis, you're not even in the league anymore. You know, why aren't you standing up and why, why are you going against him instead of being on his side? And I, I have an issue with that. Well, I would, like I said, I definitely would have to agree with you. Uh, <clears throat> just more so, especially with Ray Lewis than it is with Michael Vick. Uh, and that's not to say that, you know, Ray Lewis hasn't done any good. He definitely does a lot for, you know, black people in America, especially, you know, still in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, you know, he does a lot for the community, you know, gives back a lot of things to the community. Uh, but you know, nobody's perfect. Everybody has their faults. Uh, and this is one thing that he actually was definitely wrong on in my, in my view. And, and along with the connection from Ray Lewis to the Baltimore Ravens, uh, there was a lot of talk about the Ravens signing uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, because Joe Flacco is dealing with a back injury and maybe nobody's really sure, you know, how long that he's going to be out. So, you know, there was a lot of rumors saying that, you know, Ravens were looking to, you know, sign Kaepernick to the team. <clears throat> so, you know, there's there's been a controversy that there were reports out that the general manager, Ozzie Newsom, wanted to sign Kaepernick. 
and the coach uh, Harbaugh wanted to sign Kaepernick. He has mm-hmm. a you know a connection to Colin Kaepernick because, of course, his brother coached him in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So the rumor was that the owner uh, for the Ravens was blocking them signing uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, but just uh, I think it was a couple of days ago, uh, Ozzy Newsom you know put out a post saying that you know the the owner wasn't blocking any trade. They're still not a trade, but they they. The owner's not blocking them signing Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick, and mm-hmm. they were still evaluating him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's now, a lot. so and, and and that's why I get <laughs> so conflicted with it because I know that Ozzie Newsom as a GM, uh, he kind of has a lot more influence, a lot more power than his other counterparts around the league. Mm-hmm. So, in in my eyes and in my view, if if Ozzy was going to get blocked for that, I feel like that he would step down. But in this kind of world, you know, you never know what's going on. And, you know, it might not be just the owner of the Ravens. It could be all the other owners around the league pressuring mm-hmm. them not to sign him. It could be the commissioner, Roger Goodell, you know, pressuring people not to sign him. So, Man, you, you know, know that I'm, I'm, I'm very conflicted on it. And the NFL season is about to start. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of calls for, for us to boycott the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you mm-hmm. know, it's it, it's very conflicting. Uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of quarterbacks that are nowhere near as good as Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also there, there's so many rumors going out there. First, it was, you know, people were saying, well, they don't think Colin Kaepernick really wants to play. Well, they've come out and, you know, his agents come out and said, that's not true. He wants to play. Mm-hmm. You know, then they were saying, you know, well, he wants too much money. Well, his agent came out and said, that's not true either. Mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, the rumors came out and said, well, he doesn't want to play if he doesn't want to start. Mm-hmm. Well, they've mm-hmm. come out and said, that's not true either. He's willing to be a backup. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, you know, Everything is pointing to him being blackballed by the league. Uh, seems like that really is the case. Uh, how did, let me let me ask you: How do you feel about the cause for the boycott of the league if he isn't signed to a team? I'm all for it. I, mean, I don't even have cable, so at the end of the day, um, I'm with you. You know, if if, if if we decide as as a nation. I'm not going to put a race on anything, but if we decide as a nation to step down and not watch NFL games this year, you know, if you're willing to give up your direct TV Sunday package, uh, Fox, uh, CBS, man, we can, you know, boycott these games. Let's do it. You know, and, and I don't know how much, you know, how much it will hurt the NFL, but it's something, you know, we got to stand for something at some point, you know, cause at the end of the day, <clears throat> Colin Kaepernick most likely won't be shot by a, uh, a person of the law enforcement. He won't be shot by a policeman. I will, you know, Spence over here, he will, you know, my, my best friends, my brothers, my, you know, we're the ones that's in the line of fire out here. You know, every time I drive down the street, you know, I'm a, uh, I have a license to uh, Casillo Curry CCDW. I have my CCDW, and uh, I'm still <laughs> chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> you feel me? And I'm still, <laughs> I'm still. You know, I'm more scared of the people that are supposed to protect us than, um, you know, the average citizen walking down the street. And that, you know, that's sad. You know, I should be able to run to the police. I should be able to go to the police for safety and refuge and 
Um, what's the signs? The little uh, diamond signs they used to have of the safe place. That should be. I should be able to go <laughs> to the police at the and, McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, or the, the Tark bus. You know, now, y'all don't know about the Tark bus. Uh, that's uh, the Louisville um, Transit Authority, River City Tran- Transit Authority, or whatnot. Oh, I should be able to go to the police and say, okay, you know, hey, I need you, you know, and not be afraid that if I get pulled over and I have this loaded weapon that um, I'm not going to make it out of this routine traffic stop, well, if it's really routine. Uh, First of all, I'm targeted. I feel like I'm targeted anyway, you know, because I'm a black male. Uh, I'm going to get pulled over. Then it's a good chance I'm going to get shot, you know, no matter what I do, you know, I'm going to get shot. I shouldn't have to. First thing I should, I shouldn't have to reach for my cell phone and record um, me being pulled over, you know. So Kaepernick, you know, to, to get back on topic, Kaepernick, that's not a concern for him. He's not going to be shot out here. Oh, well, maybe he is now. You see how they did Sandra. <laughs> but, um, but um, you know, he's standing up for us. You know, he, we got to support that man. We have to support that man. You know, um, we can't be selfish. We have to give up something. You know, through all this, I hear a lot of people yap, 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 yap. Oh, you know, this is messed up. Uh, um, Facebook warriors. We go on Facebook and we got all this stuff to say, but, it, you know, it doesn't transition into our real life. You know, we're not willing to give up anything in our real life. And I'm not saying everybody. I'm not pointing anybody out. Oh, uh, me being one of them. You know, what have I given up? You know, in the fight against police brutality, nothing. You know, I, I live my life every day like I was before. We were aware of all these uh, heinous crimes going on against black males or black people in general. Oh, <clears throat> uh, so yeah. You know, if he can do it, if this man's willing to give up his career for it, millions of dollars. <laughs> you know, this man's giving up his career for the injustice against injustices against um black people out here i can give up something um so bravo cap you know keep on doing what you're doing man you know i know the the cults are the the team on the board now they're supposed to be trying to pick them up i think um, something happened with andrew luck or something so they're supposed to be trying to pick up cap and i hope they do you know um i'm sure a lot of people in the area you know indianapolis is nothing but an hour and a half away I know a lot of people in the area uh, will support them, man. So, yeah, I hope, you know, Colts, do what you're supposed to do. Uh, pick up Cap, you know, let the other teams regret not getting them. You know, and show out when you get out there, Cap. You know, you've led your team to a Super Bowl, <laughs> man. You know, show out when you get but out there. But they did lose to a great team in that Super Bowl. <laughs> it's all right. You know, Shout he, out to the Ravens. <laughs> he led them there. Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. <laughs> you know, and I could be wrong, but I think he led them to, what, uh, two straight? Oh, uh, NFC championships? Yeah. Two or three, you know. The the previous year, they did go yeah, to the NFC yeah, championship. Man, give that man a shot, man. You, if you're going to tell me, and Tone, I know you know you might get mad at this, <laughs> but you're going to tell me that Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler is better than Cap. You know, man, you crazy, man. You know, Tanner Hill just went down, I believe. I think he had a season ended. In, and uh, he's injury. horrible to begin yeah, with. You know, send him down there to Miami. You know, let him get some vacation and get some ball in, man. Send that man to Miami. So, you know, that's that's my take on it. All right, all right. Good take, good take. Uh so let's let's go ahead and let's transition into hold that thought. Backtrack. He doesn't go to the NFL. What's his other options? Can he go to the Canadian Football League? Probably. Okay. So he still can make generate income. 
Yeah, he, he just won't be. He'll always be able to generate okay, income. He just won't be on the national football, on the American National Football League stage. Okay, right. Okay. All right. So we're we're gonna transition to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody knows. Well, and if, you know, if you don't know, I don't know how you would not know. Uh, but everybody knows that the Golden State Warriors uh, thoroughly dismantled the Cleveland Cavaliers in this mm-hmm. year's NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Durant did win the Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that was another win for the for the light skin bums out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is a new debate uh, that's going around everywhere, saying that. Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA right now, and it is no longer LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will let you go ahead and speak to that first, and then I'll give my opinion on that. Uh, yes, I do believe KD is the best player in the NBA right now. Uh, between him and Steph, for real. Um, well, Steph's not in this conversation. Okay, so okay, so we're saying is he better than LeBron James? And first of all, Steph is not the best player in the NBA. Ah. Uh, Arguably, I, I think he could be. Oh, and this is my forte, y'all. You know, NFL, yeah, you know, but NBA, I know what I'm talking about here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I think I think Steph could be considered to be the best player in the NBA. Um, but we're not gonna go there. Oh, um, is KD better than LeBron? Yes. Has KD been better than LeBron? I think so. Oh, people are so hypnotized by um, stats. First of all, let me take a step back. People are hypnotized by the brands. Nike made LeBron the best player in the NBA. Um, his him, his, dom- you know, him his, dominating the league isn't what did it. Uh, is he really? Uh, dom- you got to remember, he was tabbed the best player in the NBA before he got to Miami. He was tabbed the best player in the NBA before he touched the NBA. Um, well, I just I didn't fall in line with that. I disagreed with that. Man, coming out of high school, LeBron was the next best thing. He's the next Jordan. He's this. He's that. Um, you know, he was. Um, from my understanding, I could be wrong about this. The first high school student to be followed by ESPN. His games were broadcasted on ESPN coming out of high school. Um, so um, comes to the NBA. Uh, I, I'm I'm not sold on LeBron. Um. Is he talented? Yes. Um, I don't think he is as great as everybody tries to say he is. Um, if we're talking about stats, he has amazing stats. But do those stats do those stats translate over to wins? And I don't, I don't see it. You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure what his um uh championship record is. Um, but I know that he's. I, he's won three championships, correct? He's definitely three and five. Yeah, he's been to eight eight championships, won three of them. I'm not impressed by that. You know, especially when you got the, you know, you go to Miami and you have D-Wade, which was top five at the time you were there, um, Chris Bosh, which was um, making a lot of noise, you know, prior to leaving Toronto, coming to Miami. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I'm – you then you come in and you lose to Dirk Nowitzki in the Dallas Mavericks. Ah, you know. Well, let me ask you: mm-hmm. If you're not impressed by them winning championships in Miami, are you impressed by the Golden State Warriors winning the championship this year? Yes. Yes. 
Yes, I um, I like KD. I when they have two former NBA MVPs on the team, mm-hmm. another one of the greatest three point. Well, let's just let's just name this two time NBA MVP, another one time NBA MVP, mm-hmm. the two time NBA MVP. Probably the greatest shooter in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Another top five greatest shooter in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But this is what LeBron wanted. He wanted to build the super team. You know, it was all good when he was doing it. When you went to South Beach and you made it this big spectacle. Oh, everybody, you know, we got to tune in to ABC so we can see. And, I, and maybe it was on ABC. I can't remember what network it was on. But, you know, we had this big three-hour broadcast about, you know, where's LeBron going. This is what he wanted. He wanted to build the super team. So KD comes in, beats him at his own game, and kills him in the finals. Kills That's true. But this, but this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Go to State Warriors did the same thing. Mm-hmm. So how could you not be impressed by Miami but be impressed by Golden State when they essentially did the same thing? I haven't seen – You can't be impressed by both? No, because I haven't seen Golden State get, get dismantled like Miami did. You know, Spurs, that last run of LeBron, the Spurs dismantled um LeBron James in the um in the Miami Heat. That's definitely true. That dismantled. I until I can see a team pick apart Golden State like the Heat got like got picked apart, you know, I I can't, you know, they on the run, you know, and I don't see them stopping anytime soon Golden State. Well, LeBron James did come back from down 3 games to 1. To dismantle the Warriors last season. Yeah, and he also did. I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna cuss, but he also did the weakest stuff I've ever seen in my life by um, getting uh, uh, Draymond Green suspended. So, you know, so uh, you know, you 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 tell me, uh, you know, what you think is um, that's hearsay. That's, that's not, not no, factual. Not, it is factual. I saw that man. <laughs> That man got Draymond Green suspended, and now all of a sudden they win a championship. If that's what you got to do to win, you know, I, I yeah, I, I'm pro KD. What, I hate LeBron James. So call what, me a hate if you want to. <laughs> Cleve just walked in here so too. Now, so now we back to the yeah yeah. Shout out shout out Cleveland just came in. He did not bring us any Miller High Life's, even though he is the Miller High Life man. Uh, so very upset about that. Very upset about that. Uh, so let me give my opinion on that. We're not mm-hmm. going to come into agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will not say that Kevin Durant is better than LeBron James right now, but I will say from his performance in the finals, I saw a KD that I have never seen, and I will say that he is neck and neck with LeBron James. I, I'm not going to say that he's better, but it's a minute amount where he is just about there. So I, they're neck and neck. If they're not even, LeBron James may just to be a hair ahead. And LeBron James is probably – well, I'm not going to say probably. LeBron James is going into the downturn of his career anyway. So if it's not next season, the season after that, Kevin Durant will be the best player in the NBA, will be better than LeBron James. So that's what we're going to leave it at. I'm not going to give you another word for LeBron your hate James is a and bum. your vitriol. Uh, I, clearly you're, you're for the light-skinned guys. And I'm for, you know, I'm not for that. Let me just add one thing to this. MJ was right. Kobe Bean Bryant is better than LeBron James. Um, And five is better than three. 
five. It's better than three, but LeBron James has passed Kobe Bryant. That's for another discussion, for another topic, another day. We can come back to that. Uh, <laughs> what we're going to do. Ain't never, <laughs> LeBron ain't never had no skit made about him. Dave Chappelle made a skit about Kobe. Spike Lee made a movie about Kobe. Documentary. That's lame. Uh, so <laughs> what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead, uh, take another quick break. And we will be right back with you with more of the Ball and Beach podcast. Who are you again? Why are you my back? The left is out of state, the dawn is time. It is out too much of my latest time. I can tell it's calling Yo, yo, welcome everybody back to the Ball and Beach podcast after the last little break. Uh, so this next topic that we're going to talk well, the next few topics or whatever. Uh, this segment, we're getting into our hip hop segment. Uh, so the, the first topic that we're going to talk about uh, is new album. It, it's been out for a little bit. We've been able to sit with it and, 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 and take it in for a while. We're going to talk about Jay-Z's new album, 444. Uh, I feel like it's a you know it's a great album. I think it's one of Jay Z's best work. You know he's a little bit older. Uh, he's got a little bit more uh, experience, certain things to talk about. Uh, big thing about family, finances, uh, good stuff like that. Uh, so B West, tell me what is your take on Jay Z's latest project? It's dope, dope album, dope album. Um. I hate the way we have to listen to music now. I hate that you have to subscribe to um, whether it be Tidal, Apple Music, or whatever, you know, to listen to music. I, I miss the old days when we can just um, go out and grab a CD or, um, hell, heck, steal it, man. You know, you just be able to go online and steal it. But, you know, we can't do that anymore. Um, so, with all that being said, um, I like 444. Um, 
I like the way it, I like Kill Jay Z. I like the way it came on. Um, I think the um the the title track four 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 is dope. I love um I love the sample that was used. I love the fact that um No ID was able to produce the whole album. Uh, I think it was genius. Um, you know I um I um did some re I did some reading on No ID. You know getting into this album how he declined it. He declined to offer it first, you know, and then he went into his Batman um, reinventing himself uh, on stage. And, he, you know, he, he went and studied some of the greats, you know, producers out there. And um, he, you know, came out with a new sound, man, and put that on 444. And I think it's dope. I think it's what we needed, you know. Um, yeah, I know it's been uh, a few people saying, you know, uh, Jay-Z, the hypocrite, whatever the case may be. Um, I think he gave us what we needed. Um you know, we need self-identification. We need to know who we are as blacks. And I think he gave us that. Um, we need to focus on getting our credit together. We need to focus on our economics. We need to focus on unity. Um, you know, and I think he touched on everything. And um, even infidelity in a relationship. You know, he um, he let us know, you know, the media portrays... Um, Beyonce and Jay-Z as this mega couple, as this, um, you know, they're perfect, they're invincible, you know, nobody can touch them, you know, there's conglomerate, you know, Beyonce is the richest um, um, pop artist in the world, I guess you would call her, um, singer, you know, and then you have Jay-Z, which is a mogul, biggest rapper, you know, richest rapper, you know, you join the two together, and I guess that's where the term power couple came from um but he led us into their life and you know their their very secret life you know it, we don't know anything about jay-z you know he shares or they share what they want us to know you know we see may see a couple of vacation pictures um we may see jay looking flabby on the boat um uh, or you know we may see a couple sneak pictures of blue um from time to time but we don't know much so you know he really gave us you know i'm not perfect i've cheated on my girl my wife you know i apologize for it um you know he gives us bam which is a banger and you know lets us know you know I, you know i'm still hove you know at the end of the day you know all this that y'all doing now i've been did it you know um you know we got effings too you know, he's been had pistols. So, you know, Jay-Z, he's still the man he made. Uh, he still let us know that he is the best rapper alive. Um, and if you don't agree with that, you're dumb. Well, That's my you know, take. Um, I mean, I would have to agree that, you know, Jay-Z is the greatest rapper of all time uh, when it comes to uh, lyrical capability, relevance, longevity, and just overall everything, the greatest of all time. You can't tell me anything different. So, on my opinion of the new album, the 444, like I said, I think that it will be a classic album. We do have to wait till it stands the test of time. But it is a great Jay-Z album. It is one of my favorite Jay-Z albums now. Uh, my favorite parts of the album is talking about financial stability, uh, financial intelligence mm -hmm. uh because mm -hmm. a lot of our people coming from the neighborhoods that we grow up in unfortunately we do grow up in 
a lot more poverty than our other ethnic counterparts. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest things that he talks about, and, and is what I always talk about a lot, is <clears throat> black-owned businesses, owning your own businesses in your own neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did uh, speak about this on a very good friend of mine's podcast before. Uh, shout out to Teddy D on the Why Not podcast. Uh, I did discuss this, uh, you know, showing that in our, you know, how I'll just go out and say it, in our black neighborhoods, we don't own any of the businesses in our black neighborhoods, Mm-mm. which means our black dollars do not circulate with our uh, black community whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, as soon as we get it, it goes out to other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need to own more of our own businesses. We need to support more of our own businesses. Uh, to which I do try to do uh, one that comes off the top of my head. Shout out to uh, another one of our actual uh, WKU classmates, uh, my man Will Will Cunningham. He's got the uh, clothing line, exclusive clothing. Uh, you know, I've got a you know a lot of pieces from him, uh, but that's just one example of one of the black businesses that I do try to support. Hopefully, I can get him on the podcast. Uh, sooner rather than later so I can pick his brain on some things as well uh, but that that's the biggest uh, that's the biggest thing that I do like about the uh, Jay-Z 444 album uh, with that being said uh, I did uh, look at an interview well it was an article about the interview from uh, Louis Farrakhan uh, you know de facto leader of the Nation of Islam uh, actually you know, bigging up co-signing the 444 album for a lot of the same reasons that we are talking about, that it is to uplift our community. Uh, so, you know, shout out to Jay-Z. He doesn't know me, doesn't care about me, probably never know me, probably won't ever care about me, but still we got to big up the people that's trying to, you know, help out the community and give us the good things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to transition into something else because we'll let's we'll say that Jay Z is a part of the uh, older generation of hip hop. Uh, so right now, well, I don't even want to say right now because it it seems like it's always been for a while. Uh, but there is kind of tension between what we'll call old heads and hip hop and the new generation of hip hop. Uh, the label that gets put on the newer hip hop is going to be what we call the mumble rappers. So a lot of people, they definitely talk very negatively about the younger generation of what they call the mumble rappers. I think the face of the mumble rap scene right now is Lil Yachty, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, uh, the Migos. I think those are the, probably the most popular artists that, you know, get hit with the label of mumble rappers. Uh, so it's this, you know, the newer generation versus the older generation. The older generation says the music is terrible. It's not about anything, blah, blah, blah. Listen to me. We like the old stuff. So tell me what is, what is your view on the newer generation versus the older generation? Um, we just got to hold on tight. I mean, at the end, it's, it's a transition, you know, just generations that proceed us, generations that proceed us, you know, it moved from hip hop, a hippie to the hippie, you know, to NWA, you know, and Snoop and Dre and, you know, Too Short, E-40, 
you know, um, we're constantly moving. I hate that it's moved over to. First, I, I think it's going to go back to lyricism. You know, I, I think that, you know, because we may see a lot of the Yachty's, uh, we may see a lot of the Uzi Verts, uh, 21 Savage, but at the end of the day, I, I do still think Kendrick has a chokehold on the game. Um, J. Cole, um, you know, I, I think our, our lyric-driven rappers are still controlling the game. Uh, and I don't think they're going to give that up. Um, going a step further, I do think that – I think Yachty as a person is dope. Uh, I listen to a lot of his interviews, and uh, I think he carries and speaks well. Uh, as a rapper, um, and keeping in mind that he's a young man, I think he's between 19 and 21 years old. So I, I, I don't, if he's even 21 yet, yeah, I'm not really for sure. Um, but um, I think he's dope. Um, I don't think he's twenty one. I don't even think he's twenty yet. I think he's like eighteen or nineteen because yeah. his last album was uh, it's called Teenage Emotions. So he's definitely still a teenager. Okay, so let let's go there. I think he speaks well. I think he handles himself well, and I'm sure he has a um, um, a uh, coach. You know, I'm sure he has someone that you know instructions on instructs him on what they call a PC person. Um, PR, PR, yeah, public relations, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he has somebody out there that's instructing on how to do it. But, but still, you know, I think he's a, I think he's a dope kid. Uh, I don't listen to his music. Um, he, uh, he had a feature on, uh, on uh, Dolph. I, I do like Dolph, but he had a um, born in the <laughs> '80s crack baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you, we've all heard of him, and I, I think Dolph. He had a feature on Dolph's album, and I couldn't get. I couldn't make heads or tails of what dude was talking about <laughs> man, on there. Oh, uh, and uh, but he's doing his thing, you know. I, and I guess you can't take that away from him. I, I don't know anything about Uzi Vert. Uh, I haven't heard not one of his tracks. Um, I'm guessing that he's doing okay. Um, like I said, my brother uh, Cody. I just give a shout out to Cody, man. He's still down there in Dallas, but um. Shout out Cody. Yeah, man, he's um he's down there in Dallas, and uh, he's a huge Twenty One Savage fan. So that I, I've Twenty One, yeah. 21. Uh, and Jay, Jay, you know, had his shout out to Twenty One on um on um on Four Four Four. So um, I don't know much about. I I heard it's it's a album. Uh, I didn't necessarily. I didn't care for it, but you know, it is what it is. Um. I do like you know Young Savage. Why are you trapping so hard? I do like that. I guess that came out like four years ago. <laughs> I, I was late, man, but I do like Echoes hard. Um, I don't. I I hope that the fad passes. I I want them to make their money. Um, and I they clearly have a following. Um, but I do want it to get back to um what we call hip hop. Um, I do miss the lyrics. Um. I don't. I don't want this to take over. I, I don't. I don't want this to take over. So I'm. I'm gonna end it on that. But I, I don't. I don't <laughs> want. You know, the the conversation to be at some point is. You know, is it a comparison between Jay and uh, Lil Yachty as the best rapper ever? You know. So I'm gonna pass it over to you, Spence, and let you give your opinion on this. 
right, so I'm gonna give you a a, a kind of an uh, alternate opinion on this. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna keep some 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 historical information to give you an uh, alternative view. Me personally, I listen to all types of music. I listen to the old music. I listen to the newer music. I listen to the lyrical music, the well, the quote unquote lyrical music, and I also listen to the quote unquote mumble rappers as well. Uh, and so what I'll say is this isn't anything new. This has been going on forever. You know, when rap began to gain popularity in the eighties. So, you know, I began, you know, I was listening to the, to the, to the hip hop music from the nineties. So a lot of the music that we were listening to in the nineties and our generation, the generation before us was oh this is garbage you know this isn't where it's at this isn't good you need to listen to this older stuff so what a lot of people don't realize is how a lot of our generation sounds right now saying all this new stuff is garbage we sound exactly like the generation before us Mm -hmm. and so i personally i don't want to be that guy so i give everybody a chance and to me every type of hip-hop music has a time and has a place you know, I, you know, I, I want to listen to the, to the Kendricks and the Coles at a certain point. But when I, it, you know, it, if I do go out, I, even though Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time, I don't want to hear Jay Z in the club. I don't want to hear Kendrick in the club. I don't want to hear J Cole in the club. You know, it's it's a time and a place for everything. And a lot of the people that that you were speaking about, Lil Yachty, I have listened to his album. I do like a lot of songs on his album. Uh, Big 21 Savage fan I like 21 Savage You know Stunting on my ex chick You know That's my jam right there Because I be feeling like that sometimes You know So Britain don't have no girls You know uh, And you you know He's right I don't have no girls That's a fact Uh, Then we're gonna leave it at that So uh, (laughs) uh, You know So I you know, I listen to, to all the people and, you know, and I'm going to give you an alternative viewpoint as well. When you say, you know, it's a fad and you hope it doesn't take over. It's not going to take over uh, because if you actually look at the top selling artists right now, the top selling artists are the Kendricks. Top selling artists are the J. Coles. Top selling artists are the Drakes. So the top selling artists aren't the newer, younger generation, but they have the youth. And I'm going to take it back to our generation when we were coming up. So one of the 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 most popular at one point for a few years, he was the most popular rapper in the world. My man, Percy Miller, Master P. All right. Now, his first huge, gigantic hit. What song was that? Ice Cream Man. No, well, that, that was still kind of underground. His first huge mainstream hit song. Make him say, huh? Kind of before Make Him Say, huh? Same album um, that first got big radio play, music video play. Uh, was yeah. Ghetto Dope. No. Ghetto Dope. No, it Ghetto wasn't. Dope was huge. It was not his first. No. Ghetto Dope was a single that came out before Make Him Say On. It was on the same album. The album was Ghetto Dope. Ghetto Dope had a video on BET. The Ghetto Dope single came out before Make Him Say On. on B- it was a, had a video on BET. I know. I don't know was, about the video. Yeah. I know it was big on the radio. It was definitely big on the radio. I ain't never heard Ghetto Dope. <laughs> they, they talking about dope. How to cook dope on the radio? No, 
Bro, that song was on the radio. They literally gave you they literally gave you a step-by-step process on how to cook crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody loved. You can't tell me you didn't love that song. Of course I did. Exactly. Because we were young and that was what was in. That's it's it's generational. I promise you it's generational. We listened to a song that told us how to cook crack cocaine, but everybody is mad at Lil Yachty for having fun in his music. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, but we can't understand what I'm he's just saying. saying. It's called mumble rap for a reason. I can understand what I understand what everybody's saying. But I'm just saying, like one day I might listen to the Jay Z album. One day I might feel like listening to, you know. 21 Savage One day I might be Feeling like Listening to Kendrick Lamar The next day I'm gonna listen to uh, The Migos Bad and Bougie You know Cause I'm one in the club I'm not trying to hear No lyric Like we in the club I'm not gonna be like Yo his lyrics is fire bro Did you hit that metaphor No I'm gonna listen to something Yo this club is jumping It's popping This is it right here Dude can rap though um, Quavo I think his name is man If he's the The lead of that group Or that band or that um yeah the Migos he's um he can rap man I like Migos I don't know um anything about Offset or the other guy but uh, Migos can rap nobody I mean, I'm sorry, uh, no, nobody knows anything about the other guys <laughs> yeah. let's just get that clear Quavo can rap man he's gonna have an independent career he's gonna uh, he has good features all right well well that's all good you know we can have different opinions but I'm still gonna listen to everybody and uh you know you can listen to your your lyrics all day beast. Yeah. You know, stale all day. Sometimes yeah. you want to have fun. You know. You know. It's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, appreciate your conversation, your opinions on everything here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our wrap up here for the inaugural episode. I uh, do appreciate you uh, being my first guest for the first episode on everything. And uh, before we go ahead and close out, you want to uh, give out any? Uh, first of all, tell tell everybody how they can reach you if they want to get in contact with you. Your social media and things like that. All right, um, Facebook, Brandon Blade Westmoreland, um, Instagram, I am West Blade. Uh, I have a pretty bull Instagram page, but I guess if, if very more, bull, if more people start following, I'm not a real social media guy, but. Uh, I guess if I'm gonna start doing this, I'll get plugged into the uh, Matrix. But uh, so we can, uh, yeah, Insta- I mean, Instagram. I'm um, West Blade on uh, Facebook. I'm Brandon Blade Westmoreland. Um, and I guess I, could, I should come up with a more hip uh, <laughs> Facebook page and Instagram page if uh, if I'm gonna do this. Uh, I don't have a Twitter at all. Um, so I guess I can have some help. Someone, somebody set me up with a inst- with a Twitter page. I mean, um, no Snapchat. Uh, I guess I need that as well. But um, email if you I guess bored and you want to email me. Bwest eighteen at gmail dot com. Um, I'll try to respond to that. Um, but yeah, Facebook's probably the best avenue to reach me. Um, Guess I can give some shout outs to some people. Um, like I said, my little bro, he's still in Dallas. He couldn't make you the trip with me. Um my boy Kev, he's still down there in Dallas as well. Um, Awa, he's down there. Um some other brothers uh that I know that are doing there, um that's trying to be heard. You know, I know um 
It's a guy, Jason English. He's doing his thing on um, Too Funny TV. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's doing his thing out of Louisville, man. Shout out to him. Um, I check out your live feed, man. You funny guy. Uh, AJ, man, um, ex roommate from Western Kentucky. He's doing his thing, man. He's a uh, educated brother, man. He knows what he's talking about. Um, check him out, man. He's out of Indianapolis. Um, you can find him on uh, Facebook as well, Alonzo Miles. Um, that's about it, man. I thank you for having me. Uh, we got Clee in the building. Um, he's a LeBron stan. So if you uh um, fan, LeBron fan. Man, he's not a fan, man. He, he uh And he's all in his nose real tough right yeah, now, but he's man. still cool. He's Even not, though he didn't bring us any Miller High Lifes. Yeah, man. Um Reese, you know, everybody around Louisville, man, I appreciate y'all. Everybody welcome me back, J twenty. Even though you didn't hit me back, man, we supposed to be hooking up, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got to see everybody when I came home. Rome. Um, who else did I see, man? I, I appreciate everybody. I love everyone. Uh, Spence, man, I'm glad I was to be the, the 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 first guest on your podcast, man. I hope you know many many blessings to you. I hope it takes off, man, and you you know it, it's hard worldwide. And everybody here is your uh, it's educated brother, man. He really knows about his sports. Um, eh, music, I don't know. But as far, <laughs> as far as sports, man, he's an educated brother, man. He really knows his football, really knows his basketball, man. I, you know, listen to him, man. He has some good points on some things, man. Check him out. Um, good guy, man. Good guy. Again, humble guy. Um, you know, um, props out to him, man. I, I really appreciate this, man. Oh, appreciate them kind words, brother man. Brother man, not the other man. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up then. I'm going I'm to go ahead and send my couple of shout-outs, you know what I'm saying, since this is the first episode of my uh, of the Ballin' Beach podcast. Uh, I got to give me a little shout-out to, uh, to, to a guy that we call the Pod Father. you know what I'm saying. Another shout-out to, to my main man, Teddy D, at the Why Not Podcast. Uh, I've been a, a, a guest on there a few episodes uh, so go ahead and check out the Why Not podcast. Uh, he's also a member of the Black Astronauts podcast as well. Uh, shout out to Aaron B with the Black Astronauts podcast too. Uh, well, I'm just gonna send send shout outs to to my podcast uh, family that I got out here. Uh, shout out to, to to my man uh, my man Ronaldo. You know he's he he's with a couple podcasts. Uh, you know they've got the uh, the 35th Kentucky podcast. Uh, definitely uh, shout out Ronaldo on there. Uh, you know the real the real Matt. Shout out to him too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not to interrupt you, man. Allen Houston on that. He does that too. Thirty fifth and KY man. They um, that's my boy from Western too, man. He's doing his thing with that. Um, my apologies. Go ahead, my brother. Thank you, thank you. Apology accepted. Apology accepted. Uh, also, don't forget about uh, Renato, my, my man Murph. He's got another podcast too. Uh, the three two one podcast. That's with him. Uh, DJ Z nice, uh, shout out to the three, two, one podcast as well. Uh, uh, another shout out, got, got to send a shout out to the team. Uh, you know, be more first class entertainment, you know, every Friday night at the hideout, you know, that's the spot to be, uh, champagne life. That's what it is. Champagne Fridays, uh, complimentary champagne every Friday night at the hideout. Uh, that's in the Highlands in Louisville. Uh, come out every friday night it will be jumping uh so you know like i said shout out be more shout out to boosie shout out to one 
Uh, shout out to the whole team. You know, we, we we keep it going for for the you know our generation in the city. Nice upscale thing. Uh, shout out my big brother Courtney, still in Hawaii. You know, one love. Can't wait till you come back to visit, and it's gonna be very very soon. And I will have him on the podcast as well. Uh, what I'm gonna do before we leave out, I want to go ahead and send a challenge out to anyone who listens to the podcast. Uh, what I want to do uh, just for the next episode. Uh, I want to hear everybody's top five rappers that are alive. Top five all time rappers. Uh, let me know. You can either comment on the, the Instagram page, uh, the ball and beach podcast on Instagram is beast with a Z. Uh, you can comment on it on Facebook for the ball and beach podcast. You can also comment on Twitter for the ball and beach podcast. If you want to send an email, you can send an email with your top five rappers of all time. And that is going to be the ball and beats podcast. That's beats with a Z at gmail.com. Any, you know, list that I get from any avenues, social media or email, I will read them out loud on the next episode of the podcast. I will give my top five on the next episode of the podcast and I have my guests give their top five. Uh, so I'll go ahead and wrap this up once again appreciate everybody for listening if you like it go ahead and share it tell your friends about it tell your cousin them about it tell your mom and them about it tell everybody about it uh you got one more thing here yeah, we don't hit that button yet oh couple more shout outs i forgot about man uh, my main man Vane, um, he does this thing at sad and fadings um i believe i'm pronouncing that right man every friday night uh, DJ, I don't know his DJ name, so I'm just gonna call him Vane. Um, DJ Vane, man, he's at Siding Fadens every Friday night. So go there, check him out. Uh, I don't know the address, it's up in Germantown. Uh, leave there, you can go around the corner, go to the hideout, make it a night. Breckenridge, Breckenridge Street, he's right, he's right, y'all. Um, <laughs> check him out, man. Good DJ, strong dude, man. Um, Bourbons and B sides. Oh, uh, my boy Magic. Vane, um, they hooked yeah, up shout with out Magic. Yeah, man, um, they hooked up with Bibby and the Good Timers, man. They have bourbons and B sides once a month. Get out, check it out. It's cheap. It's a good chill spot. Go out there, have a good time. It's one tomorrow night. I don't know when this is gonna be put on the internet, but if y'all happen to hear this, check it out. It's tomorrow is the fifth, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. August the fifth. Check out bourbons and B sides. I'll be there. If you want my autograph, I will give you an autograph. Um. Um, oh, well, I want to shout out Magic and Shonda. They're getting married on Sunday, August the sixth. Congratulations! Congratulations! It's been a long road. Uh, excellence, happiness. Um, you know, I, I want y'all to be the next Jay and Bay. Um, um, I think that's about it, man. Uh, my mom, I love you. My grandma, I love you. Oh, peace Mama out, everybody. Mama, love you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. P.O.P., uh, hold it down. Hold it down. Uh, uh, we got LaDonia here. Smile. I call her Smile. She's here from uh, D.C. She's in the room, too. She's sitting here playing um, some kind of Apple iPhone game. Hey, for real, if you don't have an iPhone, get one, man. Sam's, These are straight drop yeah, facts. Samsung sucks, man. I don't respect you <laughs> if you have a Samsung phone. Get an iPhone. If you want to be cool with me, you're going to have an iPhone. Uh, peace out everybody Alright alright Everybody have a good one Once again Thanks for uh, listening to our Inaugural episode Of the Ball and Beats podcast We will be back sooner than later Everybody have a good one Alright